Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. We are honored by your presence here. Today, we continue our Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. My special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, joins me today to share her perspective on the chosen topic. Danielle has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994, allowing Mother, in her distinct voice, to share universal truths and lend guidance for the human journey. After our discussion, Mother will come through to offer her divine wisdom on the same subject. Danielle is the author of Mother Mary's Pathway to Love and has connected people worldwide with Mother's love and grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. To learn more, visit BelovedPublications.com. If you would like to explore more of Mother's teaching, you can review the audio and video archives I have created on my website, spiritualinsightsradio.com, and be sure to sign up for my periodic newsletter to learn of important announcements and changes to the show. Our topic today is deepening your spirituality, so let's welcome Danielle back to the show, and we will dig in. Welcome back, Danielle. It's good to be with you again. So great to be here, Charlotte, as always. And I just wanted to start off by saying that the people in your community who listen to the show are just so lovely. Uh, They've been sending me love notes lately, and I just wanted to acknowledge that and say how much I appreciate them, and uh, I just appreciate you, Charlotte, for creating uh, this, this community that is just so loving and so kind. That is music to my ears. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yes, You're welcome. they have definitely demonstrated a very high level of integrity, spirituality, and respect for other people. And I am very, very proud of what has evolved from what I actually started out with. But it, mm. I would say it's a group effort. I think between all of us, my main goal was that everybody feels safe and know they're not being judged and be able to share their truth. And so we're all part of it. But thank you so much. That's really great news. Good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So glad. Yeah. And I want to kick off by mentioning how absolutely wonderful your retreat was. I got to attend your latest retreat in the uh, mountains of North Georgia. And I came home an absolutely different person. And um, Mm. 
that has really solidified over the last few weeks. Uh, I notice I am calmer. There's a certainty uh, that has increased that uh, was definitely lesser before. There's just a certainty in my soul is what I'm mm. embodying now. Yeah. So just what you put together and mother's, um, the wisdom that she shared and going so in-depth into a, a very important topic. Uh, she discussed pain and suffering and burden. And it really, I think it uplifted the entire group. But for me, the transformation was extremely profound. And uh, so thank you for that opportunity. Uh, it was you great to meet you. You are so welcome. Yeah, I it got was to meet a good you. one, wasn't it? Give you a hug. <laughs> yep. Oh, and I got to give you a hug, and I got to give Mother a hug, which was, ooh, unbelievable. But I have to tell I you, know. because we've spoken about hugs before on the show, and you you said, and it was so funny when you said it, that you tended to, you're very uh, affectionate, and you tended to bulldoze people. So I thought of that over the weekend, and I had to laugh because you gave amazing hugs. So anybody who doesn't accept a hug from you, it's on them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's nice, it's nice when, you know, you have a, something you're good at and you love doing, and those two things come together. For me, that's hugs. <laughs> right. Right. Comes full circle. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So today our topic is deepening your spirituality. And at first I was thinking, okay, I don't, I don't know that I have a whole lot to contribute, but I, I did some digging, as I like to do, and I got a chance to look back and look back at a few things that I had modified in mm. habits or thinking or socializing, that kind of thing. What on yeah. your side, what have you found is is necessary about the process of going deeper? Because I think I did mine out of reflex. It wasn't an intentional conscious thing at yeah. all at all times. Sometimes, but not at all times. Um, you know, for and and I when I got your email about the topic today I really I just I love this topic it's probably one of my favorite favorite things to talk about um, because and I don't know how to describe it or explain it really um, well I should say explain it I don't know why this is so important to me in my life or why it has played such a big role in my life but for me I feel as though I am alive in this body in order to deepen my spiritual connection or deepen my spirituality. Like everything else in my life is great. You know, I've got great people and places and things to do, and it's all wonderful and sometimes not so wonderful. You know, and it's, I, I feel like I have a really good life. I feel very blessed, and, and um, but the the thing that lights me up the most that brings me the most joy that i feel the most excited about is uh is deepening my my spirituality and you know sometimes it comes from a very 
um, focused effort on my part. Like I, I can feel that I need to take another step deeper into my spirituality. And so I'll kind of set things up. I'll really ramp up my actions. I'll, uh, you know, ask mother for maybe a particular meditation or maybe she will have just taught a class and I'll use the meditation from like the class is like, Oh, that's, that's absolutely my next step, you know, in the, in, um, in how to deepen my spirituality. Uh, and, and then I'm very dedicated and very committed to taking those actions consistently over a long period of time, because I, I, for me, the process of deepening my spirituality is about making room. And I always used to say when I first started channeling that I was making more room for mother. And that still holds true today. But now I feel as though I'm just making more room for love. And mother's a big part of that love. So I I think about my shadow as this sort of like a like kind of overly cluttered grandma house, you know, that, that who's, who's maybe a little bit of a hoarder. <laughs> so it's just piled okay. up in the corners and, you know, the attic's kind of crammed and the basement's full. And, and, um, and so I think about the way I often visualize it is I, I'm literally letting go of stuff. You know, I'm, I'm letting go of that, giant stack of magazines in the corner that I keep thinking I'm going to read someday, but I know I never will. And because my thoughts, my fears, they really are just those, that stack of magazines. Like I keep thinking this fear is going to be useful someday, or I'm going to need it for something, but I really don't, I really don't need it. And so the process is about letting go, cleaning out, clearing out, and making space uh, for love. And when I focus on that process of going from cluttered to space, that is what really gives me that or illuminates that pathway deeper into my spirituality. Mm, good point. Good point. And I'm in that process now. And mm-hmm. just with the changes I've made, I feel so much more centered. Um, yeah. And less agitated by all of the mm-hmm. energy uh, that surrounds me on a daily basis. And so I've I've talked frequently about our relationships to the things we own, uh, to the emotional uh, meaning that we apply to those things. And a lot Mm -hmm. of that is someday it's going to be useful. Right now it makes me feel safe in some way or it feels some kind of void. And so by letting go of that and practicing detachment and like kind of surrender as well, all these things at once, as you let go of that stuff, you find more of yourself instead of breaking off pieces of yourself and, and decorating the outside. You integrate that. Yeah. Is that yeah. true for you? Yeah, very, very much so. Very much so. And, you know, deepening your spirituality, not yours, but all of us, I think, uh, 
it's uh, it is I think a fear-filled process in some ways um, because you do have to let go of something and sometimes that something is a someone sometimes that something is a someplace uh, sometimes that something is an actual object or objects and then sometimes it's it's a mindset that we've had for a million years. And I'll give you an example of this. I'm in the process of deepening my spirituality because I have carried a prejudice and a judgment for, well, as long as I've really been on the spiritual path. And, you know, I love when Mother... (laughs) get all worked up. I'm like, well, I can't do that or I can't take that. And she always says, why not? (laughs) I I don't know, but I have a good answer. And I, the example is that I, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was a child and I'm 54 years old. And so this is long before they really understood how ADHD affected people's relationships, their careers, their finances, you know, just their lives. Education. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, the education. There was, of course, the trouble focusing and the the hyperactivity, you know, certain, of course, they knew, you know, some things about it. And at that time, there was only Ritalin that was available. That was the only amphetamine salt that they used to to treat um, ADHD. And at the time, my mother made the decision because, uh, I was doing well in school, and I had a lot of friends, and I was a happy, happy kid. I was, you know, just happy all the time. So she didn't feel like it was such a big deal. So when the hyperactivity got too much, she'd just be like, go outside, go run, go play, and, you know, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And then we just sort of forgot about it, right? And uh, I started self-medicating when I was young, which is very common uh, because it was untreated. And um, then once I got into my spirituality and uh, then I was very hooked into the community and the whole belief that, you know, you can heal your life naturally and all this kind of stuff. But sadly, I was always at, odds with myself because ADHD is a neurological disorder and there's no cure for it. There's no, it's just part of your DNA. It's not, you know, I don't look at it now as like something's wrong with me, but I did for most of my life. And so Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time and money trying to deal with the symptoms or the, you know, the results, uh, the problems uh, resulting from my ADHD because I've been untreated all this time. And um, as opposed to dealing with that. And now my son is ADHD and going through all of his, you know, uh, progression with this, it has opened everything up to me. And for the first time in my life, um, in my adult life, uh, I became open to pharmaceutical medication. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> it was so funny because for most people, that's just like a no-brainer. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. They go to the doctor and they get what they need. And for me, it's been this giant journey and feelings of failure and, you know, just on and on and all this kind of stuff. Well, I have to tell you that I'm not on medication yet. Uh, but it was just finally surrendering. Like that that was my, for me personally, this one thing has been like my crammed basement for my life. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, like you just can't even go down the stairs. That basement is mm-hmm. so packed and, cr- and just full of crap, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I I cannot explain the absolute lightness of being that has come into my life since I was willing to let go. And that was, you know, when I was like, oh, mother, I can't be on drugs. And she was like, well, why not? Because <laughs> that's supposed to be bad and it's supposed to be all natural. But so anyway, I just had this whole journey with realizing this was my craziness. And, and the minute I surrendered, the minute I let it go and I said, you know what, the the pain of being untreated is far outweighing, like I cannot find my serenity by, by continuing to be, to live my life untreated. Yes. And the minute I said that and the minute I let it go, of course, she's just standing on the sidelines, she meaning mother, you know, with a silver platter heaped with gifts and and tools and things, you know, just just patiently standing there waiting for me to just let it go. And now I have these have gotten good appointments and had great support and now I'm exploring this Canadian company that has created a vitamin, mineral, and amino acid formula that is designed not for physical health but for mental health. It's specifically oh. designed for mental health. I know. Like, who knew that even existed? But I couldn't. Those avenues were all closed to me because I was closed off. I was yes. unwilling to go deeper into my spirituality to allow a spiritual solution and not and here's the tricky part a spiritual solution is not the solution that my mind says like oh if i just meditate hard enough i won't have adhd anymore (laughs) like that's my mind's version of the spiritual solution that's not the spiritual solution so going deeper into my spirituality says i don't know and i'm fully open to receiving the spiritual guidance that I need for my life and mm-hmm. my mind it, that's tricky it sounds so easy but it's not uh, at least for me I should qualify that and so mm-hmm. um, you know I started the supplement I had a um, appointment with my general practitioner and got some anxiety meds for when i have a spike in my anxiety because my ADHD comes along with a lot of just constant anxiety, not to the point where I can't function, but it's definitely there all the time. So I'm sort of mildly always in fight or flight, which is, you know, it's really hard on my body and all of that. So I'm just 
And I'm getting good results from the supplements so far. So here's the irony. When I'm willing to go deeper into my spirituality, when I'm really willing to surrender and let go, it turns out that it may, and I don't know this yet, I may have to have an update after a few months, uh, you know, on this show. Mm -hmm. I'll give an update. But it may turn out that I ended up with a natural solution anyway, you know. Oh, that's funny. I just, it makes me, I have to laugh laugh at myself because it's, you know, otherwise I'm I'm weeping. But it, a spiritual, going deeper into spirituality is, is difficult because we all know on some level we have to let go. It's the only way to go deeper is to surrender. Mm -hmm. And um, as mother's always trying to remind me, what what I'm surrendering is all the crap in my basement, you know, that's just yes. taking up space, that's, uh, that feels heavy, that's like a burden, that doesn't benefit me, that I don't use, that is just, oh. you know, sitting. And so that's what I'm right. surrendering. But I'm not also, surrendering any of the good stuff. Right, but also the lock on the basement door. Mm. From what you're saying, how we lock that in and we cling to it. And so yep. that first part of surrender is being willing to be open, like you said, about pharmaceuticals. So now you're open. And then the path led to a natural remedy, possibly. That's, yeah. That's the way they do it. <laughs> I know. Exactly. It's like you have to let go first. And uh, and so, you know, to me, deepening my spirituality, it's got to be my I know I can't focus on it every minute of every day. That's unrealistic. But it is my shining beacon. You know what I mean? It's that, it's that one aspect of my life that I really try to keep in the forefront because I know that for me in this life, it's the key to my happiness. It, yes. it, just, it just is. Like I can only go so long without consciously deepening my spirituality. It feels to me in this life that that is a continual call, and um, and I I the more I answer that call, the more consistently happy or at peace I am. Mhm, mhm. When uh, Mother proposed the topic, and I my response was, well, I don't know that I have a lot to contribute. She says, oh, but you do. Just look back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, good point. And she said, and this is for everybody, if you want to do this exercise and maybe do some journaling about it, look back at how you went deeper, look look at what you did, what you changed about your routine, and what you changed about your social habits. And I said, okay, so I, I that's a good direction to go in. And so largely what I did was what you're saying. I um, First I had to do a lot of self-study. Like what's what's happening? What's been, what's beneath the surface that is causing a disturbance, so to speak? Uh, emotional clearing, forgiveness that may have been needed, um, especially maintaining conscious awareness and neutrality, so that I could look at things. And as a result, I became more centered and managed to cultivate uh, a detached awareness in the form of a detachment from the external, because I found that I was focused more on my one. 
And when mm-hmm. I focus more on my needs, that when I address my needs, which would be, they would come in the form of silence or privacy or uh, less interaction with negative people, uh, people who gossip, mm-hmm. a lot of that external, so detaching from a lot of that activity that was disturbing to my peace, um, reducing my routine to the most simple, manageable routine possible, because at times I felt I don't control my own life. My life controls me because I was doing so much. But yeah. the more I did on the outside, yeah. the less I less time I spent within. So I had to rearrange that. Um, so there was a social habit. Uh, any friendship that didn't support my spiritual growth, like you, just um, parasitic relationships mm-hmm. and yeah. friendships that, that drain you, that detach from those. And just avoided all that static. And, and at times, I went years without watching television. I just unplugged. But I think I surrendered to the needs of my higher self, and when I answered that call, that's when I felt better. Mm. Because I yeah. was relinquishing struggle and control in favor of conscious participation in what makes me feel good. And yes, cold. yes, yes. And that's a, so. I guess know, I did a, do. A, yeah, absolutely, you have, and because that's a huge part of. Supporting your uh, moving deeper into your spirituality is you have to have that outer support. You know, it's, it's, um, well, I keep making grand, you know, statements, but I, I know personally that if I've got too much on the outside that is not, doesn't resonate well with me or is, you know, creating other people or whatever that create too much drama or I, um, I find it very difficult as a highly sensitive person to, to have that, that calm serenity I need in order to go deeper. You know, if there's just too much chaos around me uh, and in my life, uh, I, I don't do well with that, you know, I, I've had periods in my life where that has been the truth and I don't deepen my spirituality during those periods. And, Mm -hmm. and then it all makes it even worse because I'm not doing what brings me the most joy. I'm just sort of, you know, managing or juggling or, you know, it's, um, it's, and, and not that everything has to be like, you know, a silent ashram for me to, for me to go deeper, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I can't have really high levels of toxicity in my life, uh, whether that's yeah. people or community or, you know, my house, my home, whatever. I, I can't, um, can't have that in, in my space um, in it's, order for me it's, to, it's to much, go deeper. It's much more difficult to maintain uh, or, or try to contain something within that chaos because for me, it felt like I'm just playing dodgeball. Now, I'm not really going with it <laughs> or going deeper. I'm just playing dodgeball and That's avoiding stuff image. and struggling like... with stuff and just trying not to get hit. Yeah, exactly. It's miserable. <laughs> it is, and you're always in that, like, that fight or flight, you know, because you're <laughs> you yes. might get hit at any second, you know. Um, yeah, that's it's, a, that's not like, a, that's not conducive. 
No. It's a picture. Take this image. You're familiar with uh, The Matrix? Uh, yeah, yeah. The movie, the trilogy, and um, uh-huh. Keanu Reeves' character, Neo. As the bullets are flying, he's bending over backwards, and time flows down, right. and he's twisting, and he's turning. And yeah. that's that's what we do. It's like we're just dodging the negativity mm-hmm. of these bullets. Yeah. And we're constantly out of touch with ourselves trying to keep that up. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So I would think that with the energies of this year and all the shifts, that this would be an excellent time for all of us to go even deeper into our spirituality Mm -hmm. and look at what we could change about our routines, our habits, our uh, prejudices and judgments and unpack and unload. I think it's uh, worthwhile, especially for what's coming in 2020. Yes, yes, agreed. Um, So shall we hear what Mother has to say about our topic today? Yes, I'm very curious to hear uh, what she has to offer. Me too, me too. All right, my dear. All right, so I will call you in the back. Yes, thank you. Hold on just a second. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. Thank you, my dear. It is wonderful to be with you and all of your listeners. Mm. So today I wanted to speak about deepening your spirituality. And the reason I wanted to bring it up this month uh, is because you all, uh, particularly in the United States and in some other places around the world, you are all sort of poised on the holiday season, right? You're right on the cusp. And 2020 is going to... Um, take 
this energy of transparency that has been happening and building since 2000. And it's going to uh, make it even more. And it's going to sort of ramp it up in such a way that people are going to get back in touch with each other more powerfully, meaning that there will be more and more transparency about uh, people in the public, um, what people's opinions are, what people are doing, uh, corporations, uh, all kinds of things will start coming more and more to light. And the people of your world will begin to reject a lot of what has been on offering for a long time in favor of more connection, more time with each other, more honest interaction with their communities and the people they love and trying to cultivate more community. And Mm -hmm. the idea of truth will become less important than the craving or the desire for love and connection. Now, let me just say that this is not necessarily always going to be a good thing, right? Because there's a lot of people who are connecting um, around very negative uh, topics and beliefs. But, and I know this is going to sound odd, they are connecting, Right? They are coming together, finding their tribe. And as long as their tribe does not perpetrate violence on others or break laws, you are going to see that that connection is a benefit. Right? Because human beings were not really ever meant to live solitary lives. So if you look back on uh, Native American tribes in in the United States, Mm -hmm. some were more peaceful and uh, agrarian, uh, some were more hunters, uh, some were more uh, conquerors, um, and... There were all kinds of different tribes, um, but each tribe was very connected. And many of the tribes were connected to each other. But they just liked to do things um, in such a way that they didn't want to join tribes. They had separate tribes, but uh, they got along well, had very Mm -hmm. similar values. But they had that tribe, even the most uh, aggressive and uh, what could be considered more violent tribes, they still had the connection within the tribe. Mm 